This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 157, announcement, top 15 fixes for your biggest English mistakes. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. What are the 15 most common mistakes in English? Today, get a preview of this exciting series that we'll be doing. Find out what you'll learn with All Ears English and how it will help you become fluent. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? Good. How's your car running these days? <laughs> I had a really funny thing happen recently where so we have a Volkswagen Atlas and uh-huh. it's a newer car. And it turns out that in a lot of newer cars, they're using a soy based coating on the wires, what? on the electrical wires. Huh. We didn't know that until we were camping and we went to start our car and it wouldn't start. And we opened the hood and a squirrel or something had <sighs> chewed through all of these wires. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. And it was such a pain to get it towed and get it fixed. And um, the warranty didn't cover it. And then we found out, they said, oh yeah, they're using soy-based wires to be more environmentally friendly, but it's causing this problem in lots of cars that rats or squirrels or mice are smelling it and and eating it and chewing through the wiring. Oh my gosh. I hope they changed that. That also seems like they might be trying to save money. I think soy is pretty cheap as a commodity in general, isn't it? I don't know for sure. But it's a terrible idea to make the wiring edible. (laughs) Yeah, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. So So now when we go camping, uh if ever there's a chance it'll be sort of in the woods like that, we have to, we have to like spray um, like kind of like a rat poison type stuff that smells terrible to... Keep oh, the wow. keep any kind of rodents away so that it doesn't that's, happen again. Oh my god, that's so crazy! I can't <laughs> believe it. I mean, <laughs> so you got to go get that changed. You got to get the car rewired or something, right? You got to yeah. fix that or preventative. Just do the rat poison. But I mean, do you take your car for oil changes every three months, or what kind of maintenance do you need to do on your car? Typically? Yeah, definitely. Right, it has to have that oil change every five thousand miles, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then they check the brakes, they rotate yeah. the tires, just all that routine maintenance to make sure that it's safe on the road. <laughs> when I first learned to drive, we talked about driving stick shift a few episodes ago, yes. didn't we? Guys, by the way, if you are loving these episodes, hit follow right here. We're going to be helping you with some really good things in the next 100 episodes or so. But uh, yeah, I used to drive this 
240DL Volvo 1984. And I remember the windshield wipers would just randomly start going on a beautiful day. And I'd be sitting there, <laughs> light, sitting there, and all of a sudden my windshield wipers are going. And I look at the people, you know, across from me in the, on the road, they look like, at me, they're like, why are you running your windshield wipers? It's a beautiful day. <laughs> funny they would just go off like when you hit a bump <laughs> yes. or something no just all, any any time randomly just at any time just for no reason <laughs> not yeah. <triggered>. so <laughs> that car was beyond maintenance it was too late for it, it was already a very old car right but uh, yeah. guys i mean today we're talking about how you need to maintain your english the way you need to maintain your car come in for the tune-ups the fixes to keep it running smoothly and uh, um, michelle sorry aubrey <laughs> how can we keep our car our english language tuned up i mean what yeah, can we this- do I've really noticed this for me with my French. As I've started to okay. learn another language and I'm focusing on Spanish, then mm-hmm. I'll go back to French and realize, oh, I need to keep this up. I need to tune up. There'll be words I don't remember or, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be a, a podcast that I'm not understanding everything. And I realize, okay, I need a little bit of a tune up yeah. here. So yeah. there are a lot of things that we can do to keep mm-hmm. it tuned up, right? We yep. are going to give you guys the tools you need to keep your language tuned up, we'll say. And we're going to start a series here. And in Mm -hmm. each episode, we'll share another tool you can use, another strategy you can use to keep your language polished. Exactly. And we know, you know, you guys are most of you guys are at the intermediate or advanced level. So we've selected 15 of the most common mistakes in English that we're going to correct for you, help you make sure you stop making those mistakes. And this will really bring you up to that next level. You know, we've been teaching English for a long time. We know the mistakes. We know what you're what you're doing. And we're going to solve it for you here in this series. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. I wish I had this in French, right? For all of the most common mistakes. I'm sure they're the same yeah. ones that all of us are making. We mm-hmm. have chosen the 15 most common for you guys. So you'll you be able it. to get details about how to avoid these mistakes, how to improve your language so that you don't Mm -hmm. make these 15 most common errors. Exactly. So in today's episode, we're going to give you the overview to get you excited for this series and to get you ready. And again, make sure you hit follow so you don't miss any of these upcoming episodes and lessons. But let's show our listeners what's in this series, Aubrey. What's the first one we're going to talk about later? Okay, yeah. So for each of these, we'll discuss why it's a problem and Mm -hmm. give you the tools to fix it specifically. Mm -hmm. And the first one will just be using the verbs listen and hear, which can be very confusing. Really confusing, but important. These are common mistakes, but they're not common mistakes for native speakers. So we can show you how to sound more native and natural Mm -hmm. by just understanding the subtle difference. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And then we're going to talk in the next episode about whether to use say or tell or speak or talk. Say or tell or speak or talk, Aubrey. Whoa. Does that feel I overwhelming? <laughs> and it's it's so true. A native just instinctively knows which to use, right? We've, yes. learned, we've heard it right since we were a baby. But this, mm-hmm. for someone who's learning a language, this isn't as intuitive and you need to understand why we use different ones. So this will be a great episode. It's going to be fantastic. And then what's next? What's coming up after that? Using wish or hope. And yeah, this is key. You guys want to be able to talk about what you want, the things you wish for or hope for, and you need to know the difference. Yeah, again, subtle, subtle differences between the two. Subtle but important. I think that's kind of the Mm -hmm. theme of these top 15 most common mistakes in English. 
subtle but important differences. And when you make this simple correction, you're going to sound much more native and natural, and then you'll have space to actually connect instead of focusing on making that mistake. Or exactly. You, wrong. I think, really hit the nail on the head that the reason yeah. these are glaring to natives is these aren't mistakes that natives make. So they exactly. really sort of make you stand out, and we want to help you avoid that so you can mm-hmm. sound much more native and natural. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and I like the next one. Often people make this mistake when they're translating from their native language, right? When you talk about your age, are you using the verb to have or to be, right? Have you seen this in maybe in French, for example? Mm -hmm. Aubrey, I don't know if in French they use to have a certain number of years. Yes. Uh You say I have mm -hmm. 13 years and it is different in English. And this is something that you've said so many times in your first language that if it doesn't translate directly in English, it's so hard to break that habit. So we can give you a great discussion about that to help you do this correctly. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That might be one of the more useful ones because we do, as you said, we do often use this when we talk to people, when we introduce ourselves. So we need to be able to talk about it. Okay, what's next? So it's using the verb will correctly when talking about the future and a little bit of a discussion of should you use it? How often should you use it? Because sometimes it's a little overused. Natives maybe don't use it as often as language learners. So this will be a great episode. Yeah. And then we're going to get into the difference between bored or boring. And when you refer to yourself, right? Should you say I'm bored or I'm boring? We can make a real mistake that would be quite funny. I know. I had my sweet exchange student from Paris oh. would say this. She'd say, I'm boring. And we're like, oh, that's not what oh, you mean. No, no, you're, no, no. It's it a very common mistake. Yeah. We'll help you to make sure you don't use that anymore. And then what? So we're going to talk about if you should say, I have been or Mm -hmm. I was. So talking about the present perfect. Mm -hmm. This is one grammar tense that you can sound so much more native if you use correctly. Yeah. And again, so important in business as well, because you don't want to be making these mistakes in networking conversations, business events, business parties with your company. You just don't want to make this mistake, guys. All right. So then we're going to talk after that about, let's see, do you lend or do you borrow? Now, you could do both, but they don't mean the same thing. Right. They mean very differently, different things. And a lot of people accidentally use them interchangeably Mm -hmm. and it can create confusion. So this will be great to chat about that. I love it. And what comes after that? We're going to talk about what it means to invite over. So this is a tricky Mm. phrasal verb that you want to make sure you're using correctly. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, we put these weird prepositions after verbs and right, it becomes kind of a phrasal verb. And sometimes it's easy to get confused about what goes after that verb. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But we're going to clarify it. And then, of course, the classic and the one we can all use a review on is I will versus I'm going to. We're still hearing you guys making these mistakes. So we're going to stop it now. Yes, exactly. And a lot of the when I'll kind of look up grammar online to see how this is being taught by other teachers, it's so Mm -hmm. confusing. I feel Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure listeners out there have have looked this up, tried to understand and just left confused, not knowing which to use. So we're going to break this down for you guys. We don't leave our listeners confused. We have fun learning together, guys, and we'll make we'll make it clear. We'll have role plays and we'll make it good. All right. Exactly. Okay. What else? 
So then we're going to talk about collective nouns. Like, should you use people is or people are? This can be very tricky, but we're going to break down for you how to know which to use, which verb with collective Mm -hmm. nouns. Yeah. And I think this is, again, a trap if you're translating from your native language. I know in Spanish, uh, they use the singular form. Right. Right. Uh, And so if you are going and translating that directly into English, you're going to run into problems. So we're going to make sure you don't get that problem. All right. Exactly. And the next one, we're going to talk about when we use much and when Mm -hmm. we use many. So we're talking about countable and uncountable nouns here, which trips up so many language learners. This is so good. So these lessons are gold, guys. So good. And then we talk after we will talk about after that, we'll talk about the difference between make and do another classic mistake, most common mistake, right? Make and do will make sure you stop making those mistakes. (laughs) Yes. And this is so complicated for a lot of language learners when it's the same verb in French faire means make and it means Mm -hmm. do it's the same verb. So because we divide it up in English, it can be very tricky for for people learning English. Exactly, exactly. And then two more in this series that you guys can look forward to. What are they, Aubrey? Yes, talking about the expressions by yourself or on your own. What is the difference? Because often, again, people use them interchangeably when they are different. There's a subtle difference in meaning. Exactly. And then you guys are going to love the last one in the series, which is when to use the article the and when not to use it. Wow, these are classic mistakes. Here, yes, Aubrey, exactly. Gonna, yeah, they're they the do. most common. Mm-hmm. We hear these all the time. I'm excited to be able to clear these up for you in mm-hmm. the next in the, the weeks and months that come up. Yeah, in the next few months, we're going to be covering these. So guys, again, make sure you hit follow. You don't want to miss a single episode of Allers English, especially this 15 Most Common Mistakes series. So let's get ready to tune up our engines. <laughs> yes, exactly. Tune up your English as we tune mm-hmm. up our engines. <laughs> you got it. All right, Aubrey, I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.